Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Something I have not talked about on my channel and Matt, the mortgage guy, and I are going to do it right now is the importance of having a great real estate agent, real estate agent on your team. Matt, tell me, uh, tell me what you've seen in the last couple of days. Yeah, I mean, I get to sit in this seat as a mortgage broker and I get to work with the good, the bad, the ugly, all, <laughs> all, all the agents, right? Yeah. Um, somebody comes to me and, and they're working with, you know, their neighbor, their brother-in-law, an agent they've already got an established relationship with, and I'm just the guy doing the loan. So um, I can tell you, um, you know, it pains me a little bit to see people that are at frustration level 100, mm -hmm. right? Can't get an offer accepted. It's a terrible experience. And, you know, as somebody who's trying to help make this process easier, smoother, faster for people, mm -hmm. um, it's really tough. And in some cases, they've got an existing relationship where I'm in no place to say, hey, listen, your agent sucks. <laughs> but I, but it's the truth in some cases, yeah. because, you know, why are some agents getting one in 1.3 offers accepted? Why are some agents having their clients consistently win time and time again? It's not luck of the draw. You know, I've got great agents who I've sat with and, you know, they're, they're data driven, you know, numbers don't lie. And they say, Matt, I've wrote this many offers and got this many accepted in the last 12 months. I'm like, wow. There's other agents that have wrote three times as many offers as you and only have half of the accepted offers as you. And it's, it's really a function of a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that, you know, by just saying it, talking to somebody about it, probably couldn't ingrain it in, in somebody. But I, I tried to dig it out of, of an agent and um, tell me like, tell me your secret sauce. Tell me what you think you're doing better than other agents. Cause I'm curious, you know, I'm genuinely interested. And, you know, a lot of the stuff you hear, it wouldn't be new news to people about calling the list side, getting information about what type of things are important to the seller, how you should write the offer, having your mortgage broker call and confirm, yeah, we've got a full file. Yeah, we can get it to closing quickly, but there's not gonna be any issues where, you know, that that stuff is all kind of a given, but you know the interesting that came out, out of the conversation I had just just recently was he said, Matt, it's interesting because every list side agent you deal with is different. They want to be communicated with different. You've got to in real time kind of learn how to make adjustments, right? You might call, they might want to talk with fifteen minutes and build rapport, and, and you know other agents want to get straight to the point. But whatever you do, he was telling me like, one, you've got to get the information to know how to put the offer together that's going to be attractive to their seller. Mm -hmm. So you, that's step one. Step two, he said, they're going to talk to 60 people in a 48-hour period in a market like this, where there's so much interest and there's so many people writing offers. You've got to be memorable enough to where when they're reviewing with their sellers, they've got numbers and they've got, you know, offer prices, but then it's like, oh yeah, I remember talking to Doug. Great guy, great agents. I think it's going to be a smooth deal with him. And so he was telling me about, you know, some of the ways that he's trying to be memorable, you know, shooting a text agent immediately after. Great talking with you. You know, I'm, I'm going to send that offer over about 8 p.m. tonight. Look forward to, to working with you, whatever that case may be. So it's like, you know, remember me mm -hmm. when time comes to make the decision because, it might be listed on a Tuesday, 
And then, you know, five days later, seven days later might be like the review time where it's like, Hey, I'm going to sit down with my sellers on, on Monday evening. And we're going to review offers. Um, I know too, that, um, I'm trying to be proactive and I'm the agents that I'm partnered with where we're working as a team, we're trying to do everything for buyers. You submit that offer. The listing agent doesn't even have to do the work of tracking me down. I call them. Hey, listen, I'm calling on this offer on one, two, three main street. Realtor is this client is this. Just want to let you know we've got a full file, you know, agent CC me on the offer so I can respond to that as well. Agent can put all that stuff together. Oh, I remember talking to Matt. I remember talking to the agent. I got the email back. These, these, this team communicates well. I think that they've got their stuff together. I think this one is going to close. And I told an agent yesterday when I was talking to him and I said, um, obviously we know that highest and, and best is one factor. I said, I, I think another factor, and I'm literally trying to like in, put this into the agent's brain, right? I said, I think another factor is how likely it is to close, how certain you are it's going to close. And I said, it's one thing to have the ability to close an appraisal gap, but I said, it's another thing to understand all that. And I said, I can tell you with certainty, the agents had the conversation. Me and my team have had the conversation. This client is not only able but they're willing. They understand. We're writing at 300. If it comes in at 275, I know what the loan looks like. I know what it's going to look like to go from 10% down to 5%, what cash to close I'm going to bring. Because if all this stuff wasn't going on, and let's say they got an offer at 305, client wasn't aware of any of that. Appraisal comes in at 275, even if they could, maybe they don't want to. Maybe they see that and it freaks them out. Yeah, They back out. It's a bad deal. Yeah. Oh, I got taken. And so- those are the types of conversations where the agent goes, you know what, like, I'm going to tell my seller, like, this is a sure deal. And, and, and while 303 might be more attractive than 300 from a price perspective, the certain 300, and that's why cash offers win, right? Exactly. Because they're, they're, they're more certain. They don't have to worry about, you know, financial contingencies. When we say we can close it in 17 days, we've got a full file ready to go. There's some certainty around, you know, them knowing everything beforehand and an appraisal can't mess it up. Inspections can't mess it up. This is somebody who's, you know, bought four properties in the past, all these things, right. Is just creating certainty for the sell side. And, you know, I'm playing a small part in that, but I think that the agent who's kind of leading the charge, if you're working with a subpar agent in a very competitive market, you're at a big disadvantage. And, and the worst part, Mike, is some people don't even know it, Right. They just think it's an impossible market. I've put in 12 offers. I can't get anything accepted. This market sucks. Well, there might be something else in the equation that sucks. Are you saying it might be their agent? <laughs> Is that what the lead up to this was? Gosh, don't, don't throw tomatoes oh. at the screen, agents. Please, please, I come in peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, I would, what I would sort of listening to all of that, definitely owner-occupant focused for sure. But some investors as well is, is you shouldn't be counting the number of offers you write. It's not really about the filling out the offer form, right? It's about how many conversations you've had. It really is understanding. And, and Matt, the lumberjack landlord talks about it all the time. Understanding what's important to the seller. Mm-hmm. It's not always price. It could be certainty. It could be a 30-day lease back. You know, it could be this. It could be, it could be you know, I had one, I remember one time. I got a deal because the owner wanted to remove a lemon tree. 
right? Normally speaking, the tree was there. It's a fixture. It's mine. It was a big deal. A kid planted it or whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, of course you can take the tree. I was going to get rid of it anyway. Yeah, take your lemon tree. Yeah, <laughs> but you just never know, right? Just asking the questions. And the other thing that I love that you've just gone through, especially for own occupants, especially for folks that are struggling, is it's got to be a team. What what I heard you say, what you what I heard you say, but you didn't say, if that makes sense, is you've got to have a team that's working for you. It's your real estate agent plus your mortgage broker working together, copying each other, following up making sure that your offer is memorable. Trust me, if all agents are trying to get to know the other side, but when you can have your mortgage broker also call, say, we've got a full file. I've had the discussion. They know they may have to come up with a gap. We've had that discussion. That's what's going to make you memorable. And that's why you have to go to greatmortgagebroker.com fill out the form and work with Matt and his team. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that that was, that was, that'll be one, you know, piece of advice or action item or takeaway from this is you can start with a great mortgage broker and they can refer you a great agent. You can start with a great agent. They can refer you a great mortgage broker. Or if like I've seen with some people independently found a great agent, independently found a great broker and they can work together. That's where some people are like, Hey, should I always, hmm like work with somebody who's got an established relationship already. This, this one I recently called on, I talked to the agent. And I, I look at the data before I call the agent. 72 sales in the last 12 months. This agent knows her stuff. I called her and she said, I love Greg. I did a deal with Greg. Have you worked with Greg before? I said, to be honest, I haven't, but I had a great conversation with Greg. Sounds like a guy who does business and really knows his stuff. Me and my team do quite a bit of business. We know what we're doing as well. We're going to make a great team. I can assure you that. And, and so, you know, you don't necessarily have to find ones that are together, but it's a great way to find one or the other. I think that people should start with the mortgage side, but maybe I'm biased. If you start with the mortgage side, get a referral to a great agent. After, after we've coached you, assisted you and helped you out, I got a vested interest in you having a good experience. I want you to get your offers accepted and win, right? So I'm going to refer you to an agent that's going to do a great job. Agent, you know, great agents are going to also know great loan officers, right? And so like, no matter where you start, you're going to be, you know, served well doing that. And some people, for whatever reason, find those two independently, which is also fine. But like yeah. great agent, great loan officer, really, really important right now. It's really important today. And again, you got to reach out to greatmortgagebroker.com if that's what you want to get started. Whether you're an owner rock or an investor, that is a place to go. All 50 states. Uh, any other kind of closing thoughts? Um, I think that one thing that comes to mind when we're talking about this too, is that not all agents are well-versed in investments. Um, oh, amen to that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so if you're looking for an agent, you know, this agent who I talked to over the weekend, who, who was submitting offers, great agent invests personally does flips knows the market. Nice. This is someone who's going to be able to advise you at a higher level than aunt Sue. I mean, no offense to aunt Sue. She's a sweetheart and she knows kitchens like no other, right? She can find you just a beautiful house and she can talk really sweet and get your owner occupied place accepted but probably the seasoned investor flip, you know, whatever that looks like, if you're looking at investment properties is what I would do if I was you. Yeah. Just different. Just different. Yep. one more time. Where should people go? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. Thanks buddy.